0: All right, well, um, good afternoon, everyone. Since we only have a half hour to cover um, the entire international commercial practice, which is a pretty diverse group um, of sub practices, we'll we'll get started. um, So first of all, I just want to thank everyone for joining. That these are pretty unusual circumstances um, with a virtual summer associate program. So um, we're obviously thrilled to have virtually. And um, you know, I encourage you, as after this meeting today, to um, feel free to reach out to me via email or um, you know through uh, my phone. Um, Just to connect and and talk if you have any other questions. Um, My name is Christina Conlon. I'm a partner in the International Commercial Group in the Chicago office. I have been with Baker for four years and have a bit of an unusual career path in that I was in house for 10 years at McDonald's Corporation and um, I had three different roles there. I actually started my legal career 20 years ago as a commercial litigator and went in-house to McDonald's as a commercial litigator and um, was promoted to be general counsel of one of the business divisions and then ultimately was asked to move to Munich, Germany and um, uh, anti- well, anti-corruption and trade competition. Um compliance group for their 39 European markets. Um, and then was thrilled to um, join the group here. Um, presenting today with me is uh, my other colleague from the Chicago office, Meg Hamilton. And so I'll turn it over to Meg to introduce herself. Hi,
1: everyone. Um, I'm Meg Hamilton. I'm a fifth-year associate um, in the Chicago office. Um, and my practice you'll hear a little bit more about before um, uh, later in the presentation it has to do all with trade compliance um so the in, um we'll go over the different subgroups but um chicago trade has three attorneys um bart mcmillan and kyung kim shin and myself um and my background is um how i got into trade was i was an international studies undergraduate major and then when i was at law school i did an uh, internship or externship what will you um, with Customs and Border Protection, um, so it was just kind of an interesting segue into international trade, international trade compliance, um, and I actually was hired right in as a three L into the trade group, into the Chicago trade group. So I've been working there ever since, um, and yeah, and so we'll just go over today a little bit about the different groups and NAIC, and and just like Christina said, if you have any questions, not only about NAIC but just Baker in general, please feel free to reach out. Um, I'm happy to. Jump on a call or or uh, or a Zoom, as the case may be. <laughs> so. Great, thanks, Meg. Um, do you want to flip to the next slide? Sure.
0: So this is—I I will say this is meant to be um, very informal, and it's again kind of doing this via Zoom. Um, but feel free to either. Um, raise a question in the the chat discussion or um, come off mute and you know feel free to chime in or or raise a question as we go through this Um, and so I know that some offices are doing specific office uh, presentations and discussions you may start to hear a little bit of overlap um, but obviously this is just meant to give you an idea of um, sort of the the broad scope of the international commercial group Um, so NAIC, North American uh, International Commercial, what makes us unique. Um, I won't go through the entire slide, but um, you know, we have 100 practitioners across the US, Mexico, and Canada. Um, we have, well, we used to have in-person meetings you know, once a year. Um, and then we also have sort of uh, monthly calls to, to stay aligned and connect um, with the group. And we will call and um, a full team call just to stay connected. Um, we have um, as, as it says here on the slide, um, we have attorneys and other professionals who are fluent in more than 20 languages. We um, have a lot of duly licensed attorneys uh, you know cross-border wise and um, just a vast range of experience in you know various different practice areas and so um, you know I'm biased but I think it's a, a really interesting um, group so, from a very high level, and we'll get into a bit more detail about my practice and, and Meg's um, sub practice as well, um, we have cross-border commercial, um, which runs the gamut from distribution, licensing, franchising, supply chain uh, contracts, and then any other commercial agreement, sales, brokerage agreements, et cetera. Anything that kind of comes up for our clients. We have an international trade compliance practice. We have an international trade and competition practice. Um, we have a technology practice that's part of the IC. And then we also have um, a transportation sub-practice that is um, run actually by the NAIC chair, uh, Jennifer Trock, And uh, that's a focus on aviation and aerospace. So. Um, Complete leader in in that area and in the niche practice. Um, that's really interesting. Um, before we kind of jump into the details, Meg, I don't know if you want to add anything else um, about what makes us unique, or just generally about um, you know from a high level perspective about the various sub practices and how we interact.
1: Um, yeah, I'd just say that you know I don't know if you'd get this kind of experience at any other firm where you're kind of emailing. Um, You know, different time zones every single day. Um, I work with colleagues in DC and the UK and San Francisco Palo Alto every single day. Um, It's just very run of the mill and it seems to work very seamlessly. Um, And so I think that there's actually been a switch. Um, It's really more of a regionally focused um, firm than even you know chicago office or d c office it's just we're all kind of like the n a i c practice group more than anything um so when we do get together it are it is people that I've been in contact with and seen it you know in via meetings and everything else so um yeah, it's a great uh very interesting very eclectic different group so um we'll we'll kind of go through the different facets of it, but yeah it's
0: no, I think to that end, you know, sometimes we joke that it really is just sort of this melting pot or collection for practice groups where they didn't know where to stick them in, you know. Little, different, yeah, different dumping groups. ground. <laughs> right, yeah. I like to think melting pot, but yeah. <laughs> or, or dumping ground. But that's, no, a better, um, that's a better that's a
1: better term probably. Yeah. But.
0: but to Meg's point, I mean, and you'll hear this I think throughout your discussions with the different practice groups and hopefully different attorneys, you know. To, to Meg's point, we work regionally and it's definitely, you know, not office focused in the sense that it's just, you know, a Chicago project or something like that. We're always looking for the right people. And the great part about, um, you know, the international commercial group is we truly do have a lot of crossover and um, just general alignment because, you know, rarely are you working on an international commercial agreement where you wouldn't want sort of specific trade compliance aspects and, you know, and then, that kind of comes in more broadly to the broader Baker team. And, you know, whether that's relying on tax or litigation or corporate insecurities or something else, there's just a lot of overlap and interaction between our practices, um, both from the office level and again, from a different practice group. And, um, you know, I'm sure Meg works with our colleagues in Europe and Asia Pacific, just like I do as well. So, um, I mean, right. it's a pretty seamless practice between, um, the 70s, I guess we're 78 offices now um, with Tampa. So um, it, that's another great aspect about, um, about Baker. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about my practice. And you know, I have, I'd say probably a non-traditional background um, for my group having been in house and then coming uh, back to a law firm. So I started in the law firm and you know, have been at Baker for four years. But I do specialize in um, a lot of food beverage and hospitality clients. And so when we're talking hospitality, a lot of times it's um, just big hotel chains. And so a lot of my work is both cross-border and domestic franchising. And so that's a um, heavily regulated um, industry at both the federal level and the state level. Um, And then um, that's from the domestic side. And then, um, you know, we do work a lot um, on cross border deals and helping some of our well known domestic clients expand internationally. And so I will say when I was at McDonald's, you know, by the time I joined McDonald's, they were already in 100 plus countries. And what's been fun for me coming to Baker um, is that You know, I'm helping other sophisticated companies enter into markets that, you know, I took for granted that, you know, McDonald's was already in. And so um, that's been a really, you know, interesting and and fun aspect of my practice is helping a hotel company, you know, open up operations in India or Mexico or, you know. Name, name a country. So, um, whereas when I was at McDonald's, the only new country that I helped them enter was Kazakhstan, which was fun, but, um, I was sort of the, the one, whereas with our, our clients on the franchising and licensing side, it's really entering into, you know, a diverse number of markets and we're working with our colleagues there. So, um, Though we do have that aspect of franchising and licensing, and we do work for and we'll kind of get into this. And um, you know, Marriott, McDonald's, Starbucks, um, Top Golf, Chick Fil A. Um, you know, from the the food side, I also do work um, with some of our tech clients as well. And so that's one of the fun parts about being at baker as well is you know there's just this vast array of clients and so i've had the opportunity to work with a lot of tech companies who are um either expanding into or contracting from markets so a lot of times some of our clients have expanded into different markets and they with their own corporate employees and set up their own offices and they've decided for one reason or another that you know the business model that they want to pursue is using um, distributors or some sort of third party contract to operate and run their business for them in a different market. And so, um, again, you know, working with our colleagues across the globe to um, you know, set up these commercial contracts, allowing these companies, these tech companies to continue to operate in those markets, but through a third party resource. So um, that's kind of from a very high level, my individual practice. Um, we do have, you know, the sort of a band one, and I'd say one of the leading franchise and licensing practice groups in the country. And a lot of our attorneys are in the Dallas office. Um, and then there's myself and a gentleman, Scott D'Angelo in the Chicago office, who are um, running sort of the, that, um, that aspect of, of the practice. So Meg, I'll turn it over to you now to talk a little bit more about your practice.
1: Yeah, so the trade group, um, so if you kind of think broadly, trade compliance group pretty much deals with anything going in and out of the country, um, except for people, because that would be the immigration group. Um, But any kind of items going in and out of the country, we do um, customs compliance um, uh, in terms of Figuring out whether a free trade agreement might apply. We're advising our clients currently on the new NAFTA, which is the USMCA. Um, there's different import requirements, especially given the um, retaliatory tariffs that are imposed on um, Chinese goods. So all of those kinds of things we've been shepherding our clients with on the import side. Um, on the export side, it's much more sanctions compliance, um, especially for our non-US companies that operate, um, you know, or or think they operate wholly outside U.S. jurisdiction, um, trying to get them to realize either that U.S. Ger- g- sanctions jurisdiction would apply, let's say because they're using U.S. currency, um, or even where they're operating wholly outside jurisdiction, what we what we usually do is do kind of sanctions risk assessments. Um, so if they have anything that's super, um, uh, you know, they have, they're dealing with a blocked party or they have some kind of high risk type transaction in Iran we might say hey these are the risks this is what could happen there could be uh, secondary sanctions imposed by the U.S. government. Um, We also do uh, we kind of work with our government enforcement colleagues in a lot of ways because we do respond to administrative subpoenas there's a lot of work in terms of working with regulatory agencies on where our clients slip up Uh, you know if they make mistakes then we do disclosures to try to clean it up and 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 reduce any penalties um, if there are any penalties um, so there's a lot of different aspects to it. Um, but it's all very much a uh, highly regulated um, environment. And there's, um, I would say that probably the, the biggest, the, you know, the biggest uh, work streams have come out of the, the trade war with China, just both on the export and the import side, because not only is it going, um, we, we've been working increasingly with our Chinese colleagues um, and, and, our, uh, and our colleagues in Hong Kong, and Singapore and um, China to try to make sure that they're compliant going in and out. Um, so that's a little bit about what we're doing. I feel like I'm forgetting other things, but there's a lot of like items going in and out. It's not just like what you would think of like a product, it's also software. It's also like if you email a blueprint that's considered an export. Um, so all kinds of different ways where our clients can um, run, run into these regulations and figure out how they apply um, and whether a license is required. Um, I know our, you know, depending on what sector you work with really depends on which partner you work with. Um, some partners are more sector-specific than others. Um, for example, our colleagues in the in California offices, we have trade partners in both San Francisco and Palo Alto. They tend to work with a lot more of the tech companies, um, primarily because they're connected a lot more to that being where they are. Um, but we have people who specialize in the insurance industry, the financial sector. Um, in Chicago, we do a lot more with industrial, just because that happened you know, in supply chain, um, just because of where we're again, kind of where the clients come in, um, and then also telecommunications industries, especially lately. I'm sure you've read in the news about restrictions on Huawei, um, the big Chinese conglomerate, um, telecommunications company, and that's been a lot of um, questions coming out of that too. So. Um, interesting practice, lots of different things to learn. Um, we also do a little bit on the on the anti-corruption, anti-bribery um, aspects and then we work, if it goes into an investigation, that's usually when we pivot to work with our uh, litigation and government enforcement colleagues. So uh, again, a lot of overlap. There can be overlap with the t- our tax colleagues on the import. So like Christina was saying before, we just kind of, sometimes you kind of uh, ebb and flow in terms of which groups you're working with, with a given client. Um, but that's a that's about trade in a nutshell, um, and there's a lot that can go into that. And I'm happy to give you know a couple of representative matters or whatever you're interested in hearing about. Um, there's there's a lot to learn and a lot to look at. So if you're interested, um, especially you know, feel free to reach out.
0: And then um, no, thank you, Meg. I, well, I didn't want to cut you off if, if there's anything else you were going to add.
1: No i think that that's probably that's i think that's trade in the nutshell so <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, and, and I have to say that actually when I was in-house at McDonald's in Munich, I worked closely with a lot of our IC colleagues um, based in D.C. to navigate um, sanctions. So when Russia invaded Crimea and Ukraine, I had just moved to, to Munich and, you know, relied upon the, the Baker team to navigate a lot of those sanctions and um, trade issues. So yeah. Um, it, you know, I think what's fascinating about Meg's practice and some of the, the different sub practices in this group is, you know, you really are tied to the current events. And so, um, you know, when a new administration comes into the U.S., you know, from a presidential perspective, there's, you know, typically upheaval and companies coming to to us for you know, uh, advice on how to navigate what they're anticipating changes will be. Um, and then again, you know, just with everything that's going on with the the pandemic, there have been, um, you know, protectionist measures taken by countries to preserve, um, you know, things that they think are critical for their infrastructure for health and safety of their, um, you know, their country, basically you know, preventing certain acquisitions from an M&A perspective or preventing the import or export of um, certain things. So um, it really is a dynamic practice that, um, you know, you have to, see, you read the newspaper and, um, you know, as well as all of the regulations, because it really is interesting just to see um, what comes down the,
1: the pipe. Um, yeah. yeah, we were definitely advising a lot of uh, companies on the restrictions on um, personal protective equipment with the COVID pandemic. And then, yeah, you're absolutely right with the, the changes between the Obama administration to the Trump administration has been um, just incredible. The different policies and different things that different countries have focused that they've chosen to do more than others. And yeah, it's, it's been um, pretty, it's uh, topical to say the for for a practice area. So it's great.
0: And so I don't want to give short shrift to the other three groups, the competition group and the technology group and transportation, but um, Admittedly, Meg and I are, you know, experts in our own groups and and not necessarily for these others, but um, if you have any specific questions that come up um, Or you're interested in one of those sub practices definitely reach out to us and we can either put you in touch with one of the attorneys in that group. If you don't already have that um, contact Um, or just to generally talk about it. But again, you know, for transportation, again, highly regulated. um, And Jen Trock and her um, group advise, you know, and it's everything from drones to um, to airlines and aerospace. So um, really fascinating um, practice group. And again, very timely in terms of, um, you know, everything that. And then the technology group, um, to be honest, about two years ago, um, there had been the technology and data privacy and uh, group that was part of IC, and they've joined the newly formed IP tech group. But that being said, we still have some attorneys who are part of the IC who do somewhat similar advising companies on um, data and technology um, and everything from autonomous vehicles to, um, you know, data protection and, and anything that's related to that. Um, so again, I think, you know, from a very high level, um, you know, I, I think it's just important that you, you know, understand sort of that we've got this IC group, it's not office specific, and quite frankly, it's not even North America specific, even though we're only talking about, you know, North America here, and I think, you know, one of the benefits is just the um, the interaction with the other practice groups. And so when I was talking about one of my earlier transactions where we were helping a tech company sort of step back from a handful of markets in Europe and Asia. Um, As, you know, when we started the transaction with that particular client, they only wanted to enter into a commercial agreement and they didn't want to dispose of any assets or, um, you know, any of the entities and it morphed into an M&A transaction in addition to the commercial aspect. And so the great part about being at Baker Um, you know, was the ability to reach out to colleagues in London and um, Paris and um, a whole host of other offices to, you know, turn this into um, a deal where they spun some of the assets in addition to entering into these commercial contracts. So um, that's the great part about the firm is there's just a lot of interaction between the different practice groups. Um, Meg, unless you have anything else, well, yeah, I was going to say. So, um, you know, this kind of talks about some of the high-profile clients that we work with. I do a lot of work with Marriott and Pizza Hut and Starbucks. Um, again, you know, co- colleagues are doing Top Golf and Chick Fil A, um, and yeah, as
1: all um- of. Yeah, we worked with ComScope um, on some telecommunications stuff on import and export, and then Ninus is a really interesting company that I I, I could actually talk for an hour about if you want to talk about that. But they um, were owned, they were majority owned by a blocked party, and so what we did was advocate to get them unblocked, and so that involved an entire restructuring of their um, ownership structure um, to ultimately advocate to get them. Um, no longer subject to sanctions. They're actually a Swedish oil company. They have almost nothing to do with the owner that was causing all their, um, their problems. And, and so I worked with a couple of my colleagues, Alex Lamy and Nick Coward in DC to get that relief for them. So um, really interesting work. Um, and yeah, I, I literally gave an hour pro- presentation on that process. So if anybody wants, I can give an abridged version sometimes if you would like to hear about it, but a um, but really, really interesting process.
0: And then we won't bore you, but all our fancy rankings and awards, um, you know, for the- We're this, great. <laughs> right. right. Um, so, happy to open it up for questions, um, if anyone wants to, to raise anything. And, Meg, I don't know if you can see if there's any, you know, there, it doesn't look like there's any chat comments at the moment. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah. So, this is the Regional Steering Committee. Um, for the various offices and um, comprised of all different um, of the practice groups or the sub practices. Um,
1: And then I think. again, if you're interested in meeting anybody, let me or Christina know we're happy to connect to you um, with that. And
0: don't be shy throughout this process. I mean, I think as you are, you know, painfully aware, you're missing out on, you know, the coffee, you know, room chats or, you know, the ability to kind of bump in and casually talk to someone. So if you've looked at, you know, profiles and think that there's someone, you know, that you would like to talk to, um, you know, they know what's going on. So feel free to email and see if they have time. But to Meg's point, if if there's someone that you want an introduction to, just feel free to reach out to us and we can, you know, try to make that happen. And I don't know, do we have the The global. Yeah. So, um, oh, well, yeah. So this is the regional professional team. So in addition to the attorneys and paralegals, obviously, we have a support team with um, research lawyers who keep us up to date on, you know, updates to various regulations. We've got professional development. And then we also have the business development people that help us um you know, we've been doing a lot of podcasts recently since we can't do um, you know, in-person meetings or um, host big events for our clients. And so um, I've been working with Jen and Jorge a lot on you know, these sort of various webinars and podcasts. Um, so um, there's a lot of support from the team.
1: So I'll go back to the client slide just so you can get, a, get an idea. But if there's any, um, any questions, we have about five minutes. Okay. Well, I guess that's, you know, again, if you want, if you um, come across anybody's profile online and you're like, wow, they're really interesting. They do interesting work. Um, I know I've done that. <laughs> so feel free. If you feel strange reaching out, um, feel free to reach out to either of us. We're happy to connect you. you. Um, and I know it's a uh, if you're into virtual coffees or whatever else, in lieu of bumping into each other, we're good with that too. Um, so so really, when we're here for you, whatever you need for your summer um, and whatever you wanna learn about this next few weeks as well, let us know.
0: Yeah, absolutely, I can't reiterate that enough that, I mean, we really are here for you guys and really want to make this the best summer that it can be, you know, given that we're all sitting in our own offices, you know, whatever that may be, so. Um, thanks for your time this afternoon and, um, yeah, let us know if there's anything else. Okay, great. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.